Hi, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and welcome back to Healing Quest. And if you've just tuned in, our focus here on Healing Quest is holistic wellness and optimum health and the latest in mind-body medicine. Now, every 40 seconds, someone in the U.S. has a stroke, which is an interruption of blood supply to the brain. And when that happens, brain tissue is deprived of oxygen and nutrients, and within minutes, brain cells begin to die. In fact, every four minutes, someone in the U.S. dies of a stroke. Well, our next guest today is a distinguished cardiologist who wants to change that. Dr. Joshua Yamamoto has written a just-released book, and the title gives us a pretty good idea of his attitude about this issue. The book is called, quote, You Can Prevent a Stroke. Dr. Yamamoto is joining us now by phone from Washington, D.C. to discuss how we can live up to the title of his book. Dr. Yamamoto, welcome to Healing Quest. Roy, it's a pleasure to be here. Hi. Great to have you on the show today. Let's just jump right in here. I I know the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say up to 80% of strokes could be prevented. Are they right? I think that's, that's right. In our world, when somebody has a stroke, we often think to ourselves, my goodness, who allowed that to happen? And too often we look at strokes as just these random and tragic things. And they're always tragic, but they're never random. These are things we can see and we can predict. And there are things we can do to prevent a stroke. That's, well, that's, first of all, very encouraging. So Healing Quest is really focused on, on natural health. Is it possible to prevent a stroke without involving synthetic pharmaceutical drugs? Well, the question about what can we do to prevent a stroke, we often say there are always pills and there are procedures, and there's clearly personal effort, what I like to think of as the, the P's of medicine. Mm-hmm. And personal effort is terribly important, but we have to realize that age is a variable that we can't ever ignore. And none of us are immune from aging. Mm -hmm. And we all age at different rates and at different tempos. And what we do for our personal choices can clearly uh, retard, delay, and protect us from the aging process. But at a certain point, we have to acknowledge that we're dealt a genetic hand. We can't change that, but we can work on how we play those cards. And we have to realize that even an, an Olympic athlete will age. So at a certain point, maybe that point is when you're 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100, we like to ask the questions, how am I doing? What is my health and what can I do to prevent a stroke? And sometimes medications are helpful, but we never want to disregard the the things that we can do for ourselves. And what are some of those things that we can do for ourselves? Well, I like to think of what are the questions we need to ask to know what we can do for ourselves. And the questions are really, how am I aging? What is the health of my heart? What are the health of my arteries? And what rhythms do I have? Because those are the things that lead us to have a stroke. When our heart changes with time, or if we damage our heart, when our arteries age, and everyone's arteries will age, we can interrupt blood flow to the brain. When our heart starts to beat in a slower or more irregular way, which is inevitable when we get old enough, that too can lead to a stroke. But we have a lot of things we can do to keep the heart healthy, and to keep our arteries healthy. Fitness, far and away, is the most important thing that we can do to maintain the health of our heart and arteries. And we always talk about how diet plays a role, but I think a better way of thinking of it is, how is my nutrition matching my genetics? Hmm. Because in the world of cardiovascular medicine, we now talk about cardiometabolics. Are we eating things that are not working for us? And is that leading to accelerated vascular aging? Do we have more plaque than we need? Do we have higher pressure? 
If our blood pressure is higher, that overworks the heart, the heart changes, we have irregular heartbeats, and that's all the precursors to what leads to a stroke. And the challenge is, in our country, we have a wonderfully diverse genetic population and an even better diversity of food. And so we often have mismatches between what we're eating and who we are that are ill-suited for our metabolism. And people have more internal aging than they may think. If you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest. And we're speaking with Dr. Joshua Yamamoto about his new book titled, You Can Prevent a Stroke. And and I I think in the book, one of the things that, that you say is that you need to have some questions for your personal care physician to determine maybe where you are in this path. What are those questions, and when should you start asking them? We should always ask questions. Uh, I have kids, and they're getting bigger, but we take our kids to the doctors. We ask our doctor, are are we meeting our age-appropriate milestones, and what are the health of my kids, and what can I be doing to keep my kids healthy? And really, those basic questions never change in our life. The answers change as we get older. Mm-hmm. If you look at your own family, hey, grandma had a stroke, dad had a stroke, mom had a heart attack. If my dad had a heart attack at 60, which he did, you better believe I back up the clock 10 to 15 years before that and start asking aggressively, well, what is my health and how do I know? And so we think about everybody when they get into their, say, 50s or 60s as approaching our second adolescence. We think of adolescence as a time of age-related, predictable, natural biologic changes. And you know what? We do this again, not just when we're teenagers, but when we get older. And our arteries and our hearts and our heart's rhythms all naturally start to change simply because we're older. And so if you're 50, 60, 65, 70, 75, we really need to be asking those questions. What is the health of my heart? And what are the health of my arteries and my rhythms? And how do I know? Well, what symptoms of a stroke should we all be on the lookout for? Uh, Wondering about the symptoms of strokes really brings up what I think is a very, very important point. And that is our symptoms in general in no way predict our risks. Doctors of my generation were by and large taught to fix things that are broken. And the trouble is if we wait to do that, by the time you have symptoms of a stroke, to be honest, it's fundamentally too late. Mm -hmm. And so if you damage your brain, which is what a stroke is, it's brain damage. It could be, uh, the symptom could be anything related to any part of the brain that was damaged. Hmm. And so by that point, you, you get to the hospital and hope for the best, but really what they're going to do at the hospital in most cases is try to figure out why you had the stroke so we can try to prevent the second stroke. Mm-hmm. But what we're really trying to do is teach everyone you can prevent the first stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the very, very important point is that nobody has symptoms before their first stroke, and that's the one you want to prevent. That's the one we should focus on, and I guess that's the, the beauty of your book because it helps us all see what we can do and what we should be focused on to prevent the first one from happening. So, Dr. Yamamoto, thank you very much. It's been a, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you. We've been talking with Dr. Joshua Yamamoto about his new book, You Can Prevent a Stroke. I'm assuming that book is available online and in some major bookstore chains around the country. Am I right about that? Absolutely. The book is uh, available wherever books are sold. (laughs) We all uh, give our our credit to Jeff Bezos and get everything on Amazon, but you can get it from any bookstore. Great. Thank you. I wish we had a little more time here, but it's always good to just remind people that if you're doing good things for your body, you have a chance of preventing bad things happening, (laughs) right? (laughs) 
That's absolutely the case. Be, if we're, we call it being kind to our future self. Oh, I like that. Being kind to our future self. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and good luck with the book. I hope that you uh, come to the top of Amazon's list. (laughs) It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. So if you want more information on the work that Dr. Yamamoto is doing, uh, they actually have a foundation called Fox Hall Foundation. That's F-O-X-H-A-L-L foundation.org. And there's a lot of information on there that you can learn about how to prevent a stroke. And In addition to buying the book. In addition to buying the book. So, <laughs> Well, at the beginning of our show, we told you that right now is the perfect time to do something that could reduce your stress, boost your immune system, and help the planet. Coming up next, details on all of that. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And we really hope you'll follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. <laughs> 